Welcome to episode zero of the Toledo Matters podcast, and now your host, Bob Tucker. Hi, everybody. This is Bob Tucker and Danny Woodcock. We are here for, uh, I think we're calling this episode zero of the Toledo Matters podcast. Uh, and we're just going to kind of wing it a little and talk about what we'd like to do uh, for this podcast. Um, I, I guess my, my thought, Danny, and correct me if I'm wrong, is is this is going to be a podcast about Toledo and, and Toledo wins and interesting things that they've done and yeah. are doing in town. And ideally, we'd like to have uh, a guest in most episodes uh, to hear some interesting stories that they have to tell. And hopefully those interviews are engaging. Which is on us to do a good job, right, Danny? Yeah, exactly. So I guess this whole thing kind of prompted from a breakfast we had with Epic Toledo and down at Hensville talking with Joe Napoli about the future of downtown and what 21st Century Committee is going to do. And he uh, he told us, you know, as the Young Professionals Networking Group, why don't why don't you guys try and spur a little interest and some buzz about some of the cool things happening in Toledo? One of the ideas he threw at us among battling the student debt crisis, which you know, maybe Bob can take care of, uh, was to start a podcast. So here we are. Yeah. And, 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 you know, to toot my own horn a little bit, this, <laughs> this was, uh, an idea I kind of had kicking around in my head anyway. I was traveling through the upper Midwest, uh, on a crazy case and, uh, I was thinking of something more interesting to do than what I was doing. And I thought, oh, you know, a podcast about Toledo would be fun because I listened to a ton of podcasts. And then I guess when Napoli said that in, in that interview, it kind of validated the idea in my mm-hmm. head. And so uh, together with uh, my buddy Nate Lewis, who's in the operating booth. Um, Hello, everyone. Who, who gave us a nice little intro, <laughs> uh, which we, we hopefully we'll replace with some fun music or something sometime. But, yeah, that was pretty rough. Yeah, I think. but yeah. It, <laughs> it, it'll work. Um, Got to start somewhere. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so, uh, anyway, the, the three of us are, are, are giving this a go and hopefully in the, in the days to come, we'll have some interesting folks to talk to. Hopefully we can get Joe in here. Yeah, I, I think we probably could. I haven't talked to him about it, but given it was, it was something he tossed out, he seems like the type of guy who'd be up for it. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of, he kind of owes us really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and then, you know, I was in the shower this morning and I had the idea, you know, we're, we're in a crazy election season. Uh, with, with the the mayoral race, uh, and we have I, I don't know like fifteen, not fifteen, but we we have way too many candidates running. And I, I really needed to have a vote for Trump soundboard going right there. That would have been good. <laughs> well, I'm not even talking about the, the the presidential primary, but just just for for mayor in Toledo, we yeah we have, that too. We have a, a whole bunch of folks, and I bet you know if I were running for mayor, if I were running for anything, I'd get any publicity I could, even if it was a piddly little podcast. Um, but. That's me. So I, I think maybe we could get some of those people. Um, we happen to know some of them through channels. Um, right. Uh, or, or at least we know people running their campaigns through channels. <laughs> Mostly Twitter. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it, the guy we were talking, well, we'll talk about that off the air, I guess. Um, <laughs> it, anyway, um, I, I guess maybe we should talk a little bit about ourselves in case uh, the folks out in podcast land don't know us. And which, which they don't, Bob. I know. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, my parents are going to listen to this. They know me, right? <laughs> and they know you, Nate. <laughs> we know at least six people will be listening to the show, all three of our parents. <laughs> yeah. So there are going to be some people out there who know some of us, but 
uh, maybe it makes sense to uh, practice our interview chaps a little and uh, let the audience get to know us. Um, so, Danny. Yeah. Who are you? Uh, Danny Woodcock. I'm originally from a little town called Chardon, Ohio. So you grew up in Chardon and then... Yeah, uh, so uh, a full scholarship brought me out here to Toledo. I really liked seeing that engineering campus. I was going for computer science, and after a few days in the classes, I was like, holy crap. Man, this is a little tougher than I thought. I'm probably better at talking. I should go into business. Okay, and so here I am. And you just graduated from UT, right? Yeah, I graduated last year, uh, spring 2014, with my bachelor's in business administration, marketing, and sales. And I decided to turn down all those job offers that we got from school and started the company with a fraternity brother and friend of mine. We started Bernie Woodcock Website Designs. And for the past year, we've been running that, starting a few things on the side. We, we had the opportunity to get involved a lot with some nonprofits and volunteering like Mobile Meals, uh, the Epic Toledo group we mentioned earlier. It's just the connections you get from just giving a little bit of your time back and coming to these things that seems a little off the wall, like renting out the Sandpiper and having a BYOB party for young professionals. And all of a sudden, you start a podcast with one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, and and you graduate uh, business and sales, and then uh, you have the Bernie Woodcock, which is your web design thing, mm-hmm. and then um, oh, I had the opportunity to. So my dream job is to replace Jimmy Fallon on the late night show. I see. I, I want to make people laugh. I got a long way to go because I'm not really funny yet. Yeah, but only so, a few steps away from. <laughs> I think this is how he started too. Uh, I had this opportunity to work at a place called Trapped Toledo. It's a little escape room kind of theater over out by uh, the Stranahan Theater where you get locked in a room for an hour and you got to solve a whole bunch of clues underneath the tables, a riddle, behind that picture frames, a locked safe, and you got to solve everything. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, They're you, pretty you, fun. You've done that, right, Nate? Yeah, I, yeah. I did the uh, the one where you're trapped in the room with a zombie on a chain that's yeah. progressively getting longer, so he's getting closer and closer to yep. you. Yep. It was very fun, for sure. So were you the zombie? Danny? I was the zombie. Oh, I got nice. to be a zombie, a Christmas elf. A, <laughs> a Christmas elf. A doctor, a CIA informant. Yeah. So, so do they do like a, a different theme? They, so there's three awful. rooms, and yeah, yeah every, about every three or four months, the uh, the actors will rewrite the room, so we get a chance to express our writing, too. And, uh, you know, we usually keep the zombie room going and retheme it a little bit. I think they just went with a cabin theme instead of the the doctor's lab that we used to do. And then, like, so Christmas was coming around, and we thought, well, why not? Let's make a Christmas room, and you're locked in Santa's workshop with an elf. A zombie elf or just an elf? Just just a normal, happy-go-lucky Which is jingles much the elf. scarier, right? It, it, it actually <laughs> is. So he, here's a digression. So I, I have a three-year-old, and he likes to hear scary stories in his parlance uh, before going to bed. And he wants like seven of them, and then he wants one more, one more. Uh, I tell him two, and then I try to stop it there. Anyway, so I, I run out of ideas for stories. I pull them from, you know, TV shows and books and stuff. And the other night, I, you know, I, I don't actually tell him something scary. I tell him something maybe surprising. Um, yeah. But the other night, I thought, oh, here's a good one. I, I thought of the Underpants Gnomes episode of, Seinfeld, of uh, South Park. <laughs> and so I, I tell him this little story about how this kid's underpants were missing, and he found these Underpants Gnomes and, and all this. It freaked him out. It freaked my son <laughs> out. And he was laughing as I was telling the story, but then like for a half hour later, he's like, Daddy, are my underpants going to go be taken? Where are the underpants gnomes, Daddy? It was, it was a fun... It was, 
I really should not have told him that story. Is a long run, <laughs> but but you know, gnomes and elves definitely funny. Well, excuse me, scary, especially to toddlers. But that, that was a digression. So you do the the trap to Are you still doing that or? Ah, uh, no, I left that in June, and I. Like, I met with a friend of mine who we were in college together, and now he works at Heart, Inc., one of the ad agencies here. Yeah. And he, he goes, oh, you're an actor. Well, we hire actors all the time for our commercials. You you should get an agent. And I, you know, my big head, I was like, oh, yeah, I should get an agent. I'll get an agent. And a couple emails later, lo and behold, I got an agency out of Cleveland, Taxi Talent, to reach out to me and say, hey, we think you'd make an excellent addition to our acting and modeling hey team. And... <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm getting a makeup artist and so, photo so, shoots, and it, it's kind of weird being the ugly kid from high school with braces and hair down to my shoulders and a crappy wannabe chin beard. So t- tell me again <laughs> why we're doing an audio podcast. If we got eye candy here, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, uh, we could always add video and have video as well. I mean, but, that's definitely an option. Periscope this or something. But um, okay, cool. And yeah. now, um, well, let's see. What, what do you do in your free time? Like, what do you? Uh, mess around with my avid rollerblader it's like running but way faster and a lot easier you can kind of I take a break and stride are along. familiar with what rollerblading is. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny that's something i've noticed um you don't see many people rollerblading anymore when when i was a kid it was a lot more the 90s common. man yeah, yeah it was big and sure. now when i see somebody rollerblading I, I notice it because it's out of the norm yeah yeah you weirdo but um uh okay so you rollerblade uh i'm a Avid below average golfer. Okay, I, I don't even bother golfing anymore. I, <laughs> actually, I, I made a resolution this year. Usually, I golf you know, a couple times a year for work or yeah, you know, business development nonsense. And uh, I decided, you know, I hate golfing. I just get <laughs> so, so frustrated, and it, it it just makes me angry. So I'm just I'm done. So I <laughs> I, I I'm trying to avoid. I say that. But I have a golf outing this Friday. I was going to say, isn't it kind of a prerequisite to be a lawyer and be working at a law firm to be able to go to the golf things where the real yeah. nitty gritty actually gets done? You know, in some towns, it's not about the golf; it's about poker games. You know, right. <laughs> which you know, there's a story about Barack Obama when he was uh, a politician in Chicago. He learned how to play poker because that's what everybody did there to network. And then when he went to D.C., he had to learn how to golf because that's what everybody there did to network. Why can't Toledo be more of a poker town instead of a golf town is my personal mm. thought. I mean, it's not the case given the amount of golf courses and stuff we have. But So, uh, Danny, yeah. let's see. What, what else? Okay, it's spare time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports. I'm not incredibly athletic, so I'm I'm more of an Xboxer. Yeah, yeah. Love the, Join love the, the club. FIFA yeah, and you're NHL. In the, you're in good company here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like to explore the world of podcasts. Right now, I've been like kind of addicted to Loveline Radio with Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood. He's been doing that forever, man. Has he really? I mean, doesn't Doc, Dr. Drew used to be on that show on MTV that was like a like a Loveline type well, deal, it, wasn't it? Yeah, and even before that, when... See, I, I'm so new to this. I remember being, I don't know, in, in junior high or grade school or something, having like a little pocket radio listening to it at night. He, he, he had Loveline. Listening to Loveline? Yeah, it was yeah. him in... Uh, um, Adam Carolla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. it was yep. it was pretty entertaining at the time. And they eventually got picked up and had a show on MTV where it was basically the radio show, but they had an audience and they would have, you know, people come in and talk about their I think they pulled them from the audience, didn't they? They could be. You know, I don't I don't think I ever watched that. I just heard the old show. But Yeah, he's been doing that for And then he helped out forever. celebrities with rehab and nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay. And uh what else? And and Danny, so you you live in Toledo. Yeah. And 
if you had to like sell Toledo to somebody, what would you do? What what would you say? Man, there's there's just so much it, until winter happens. There's just so much going on outside. Like the the metro parks are amazing around here. Edgewater Park down by I think that's off the trail, Anthony Wayne Trail out there. Yeah, uh, I took my girlfriend out there and we had you know dinner and it was just amazing. There's the the metro park over here. Wildwood, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ottawa get Park. Wildwood and yeah. Westwood confused all the time. Well, different <laughs> things happen at the Westwood than in Wildwood. <laughs> and then, uh, so we just we just got that Sky Zone in here. I don't know if you guys have been to that, but man. I've seen the billboards Trampoline World is amazing. And then there's a dodgeball arena in there. I'm a huge... Whoa. Uh, I didn't know about that. That sounds that fun. That sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they I'm need like, to put that on the billboard. They, they started up, I think, in a few months. It's like a, a winter league. I'm a big, you know, recess sports guy. Kickball and dodgeball, those are my things. And then yeah. adult life happened, and it was like, holy crap, I can't showcase my really good skills anymore. But luckily now, bring back the dodgeball. I didn't know they had dodgeball. That's that's fun. Do they have like a league or anything? Yeah, yeah, that's what. That's exactly what it is. Well, nice. So how many? I wonder how many people to a dodgeball team. I think it's eight. Eight. Don't quote me on that. So we need to make some more friends. Yeah, maybe. let's get on that. <laughs> I don't have eight friends yet. Maybe maybe Joe Napoli can give us some pitchers from the Mud Hens. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. <laughs> Although given the way they pitch this year, bada boom. Um, all right. And then, oh yeah, our, our sports teams. I mean, I I prefer going to like these minor league games better than the majors because it's just more you're more engaged there's you know giveaways in the end of every inning and the, well, the we have an amazing stadium sick. too i mean mudhen stadium is like known yep. for one of being one of the best minor league stadiums in the country it's it's really really nice no matter where you're sitting even if you're standing it's it's awesome not to mention the walleye too mm-hmm. which, for sure yeah yeah all right um how you want to ask me a few questions yeah bob why don't you turn, turn the table yeah bob tell me about yourself Tell me about your professional life. That's pretty wide open. Um, <laughs> what do you do for a living? I'm a lawyer. I know. Uh, Such enthusiasm. <laughs> Hopefully no one at your job is going to be listening to this. Hey, okay. It's a good job. It's a good job. Uh, I, I am I'm a litigator, actually, which which means that I represent folks who are either being sued or suing somebody else. I, I don't represent folks in criminal matters or in family disputes, divorces, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I represent a fair number of medical providers, you know, hospitals, doctors, nurses, when they get sued for medical malpractice. And uh, I also do like commercial um, disputes between, say, manufacturers and suppliers or customers and just a grab bag of other stuff, too. Like I, the, the craziest case I'm involved in right now involves um, a whole bunch of dead mink from bad mink feed in uh, in 2010. The hell's a mink? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little furry, cute animal that they kill they make... to make coats. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like a mink fur coat or or what have you. So, funny story is, you know, apparently the mink we raise in America are the are the best mink in the world. And America, America, American mink, <laughs> and uh, Wisconsin's the the number one state for it. If you're curious, and even though we're, we're, we make such great mink, the market for the actual coats and fur products isn't really here, so they all end up going over to China, um, in Russia. So people don't get spray painted in China and Russia when they wear mink. I guess not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you uh, sorry to cut you off. No, it's you said you got a three year old. I have a three year old and a four week old. Oh. So, yeah, I, I <laughs> that sounds challenging. I don't have a lot of spare time, so yeah. I, I, hence the I, reason we're doing this at eleven a.m. on lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, we're taking a selfie. All right, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I, I have little kids, and so my my life, as Nate can probably attest, I, I, I don't go out to the bars very much anymore. Uh, I don't really party very much anymore. It's very sad. But um, instead, I know all about all the fun stuff you can do as, as a parent uh, with <laughs> little kids in town, and it's certainly a great place to raise kids. Um, and uh, I live uh, basically in the Old Orchard neighborhood. I live across Central which uh, we term the uh, Old Orchard Heights, just to kind of thumb our nose at uh, the folks who claim that to be a boundary. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I don't know what else. What about where did you educate yourself? Oh, your yeah, thanks, school. Thanks. Uh, I, I'm a native of Toledo. I, I went to grade school at St. Clement Elementary School, which doesn't exist as a school anymore. It's um, now a school for uh, autistic kids. Uh, charter school. And then um, when I was there, it was just a general Catholic school. And then I went to St. Francis de Sales High School, nice, which is an all-boys um, college uh, preparatory parochial school in town. It's actually right down the street. It's like, I don't know, Nate, like less than a quarter of a mile from where we're sitting right now. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, we're really close to it. And uh, after that, I went to Georgetown University and got a, my bachelor's in English, which is really useful in the job market. <laughs> And uh, I, I decided to go to law school because I you can't get a job with an English degree. And I... Um, There's like six people that have jobs from that, though. I guess. I, I mean, <laughs> they don't have anything to do with your degree, I don't think. But No, probably not. Uh, yeah. So They're, they're doing uh, like copy for websites or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fun. Um, <laughs> and and uh, then uh, after college, I went to law school here in Toledo at the University of Toledo College of Law. Graduated there in 09. Um, then I clerked, which is a fancy way of saying worked for a year uh, for two different federal judges um, here in town. And then I joined my current law firm, which is uh, RCO Law, which is our rebranding. Uh, it's officially, it, that's that's the new brand. It, the, the official name is Robinson Curfino Connell, which is more of a mouthful. Um, and aren't you from a long line of, of lawyers? I Not a long line. <laughs> uh, my, my dad uh, is, is an attorney and was, was a practicing attorney in Toledo for a long time and then uh, is now a bankruptcy judge in Detroit. Nice. And my brother's also an attorney. He does patent law at uh, McMillan, Sabansky and Todd, which is a IP firm in town. And I dragged my wife here from Chicago, which... Uh, yeah, tell I, me about your uh, wife. How'd you meet her? We met Georgetown uh, at a party. <laughs> my, <sighs> Not my, Tinder? You didn't meet on Tinder? No, Tinder wasn't around, <laughs> man. I'm older than yeah, you. Yeah, we had it hard when <laughs> yeah. we were in, in college. I had we a, actually had to like go find girls and then like have to like talk to them <laughs> yeah. in real life. You had tough. to introduce yourself face to face. They had to actually see what you look like and not like the picture that you have that <laughs> you looked good at the beach that one day. How would you know what to say without a copy and pasted line? It's, I yeah, it's Right, that's why none of us really... It was hard. That's why we married our first girlfriends. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I had lines written on my hand, right? Um, there you go, just like old test days. Yes, no, no uh, we, we met at a mutual friends party uh, at Georgetown, my junior year, her sophomore year. And then uh, that was about 10, 11 years ago, and that was it. So, I know, real exciting story. Yeah, yeah, try not to... Well, express too much enthusiasm. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. been so long. <laughs> hey, hey no, 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 no. All right, I, feel, I got a question. I feel you, Bob. Don't worry. Bob, what is your, if you had one favorite thing to do in Toledo, what would your one favorite thing be? Absolute end all be all. This is your one thing. Like a, probably the art museum. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Great pick. And, and, and uh, 
you know, it, it's a it's a world class art museum, and for folks who live here and don't use it, you are you know, you, it's free. Shame on you. Yeah, it's, I couldn't it, believe it was free when it, I, I went free. for the first time like three years ago. The only what? thing it might charge you for is parking if you park in their lot and you're not a member, mm-hmm. and it's five bucks. But if you're a UT student, there's a lot right at the end. Right, and you can oh, okay. just show them your ID. I'm not a student anymore. Don't tell them, but I still use my ID <laughs> to get in. You know, I, I think I'm getting most of the benefit of my college degree from the ID that I still have. I use it all the time <laughs> for movies, for discounts and shopping. Yep. Yeah. Free entrance to the sporting events. Mm-hmm. Well, I, edit, we'll we'll edit that one out. I, I donate <laughs> money to the museum, and I'm a member. Oh, so. do you? Hey, thank you. Yeah. So there. <laughs> Uh, do, you, uh, do you take your kids to the playtime exhibit? Yeah. So I, I was just going to say, it, it's good both for adults. I mean, they have great, um, there's this uh, young professional group that they have called Circle 2445, which I think it's supposed to mean people in between the ages of 24 and 45. I have no idea really what the number comes from. It might be their address on Monroe Street. I don't know. Mm. Um, but they have great events for kind of younger professionals. Like they have a great uh, Kentucky Derby party. Every year in the in the pear style, and they have other fun events. And then during the summer, the museum in the glass pavilion has like a wine by the glass, where you can oh, yeah. drink wine and watch people do uh, glass blowing demonstrations, and that's fun. And for kids, there's a great um, kind of in the bowels of the museum. There's a great little um, I forget what they call it uh, educational play space for little kids. Mm-hmm. And my son loves going there because they have Spencer the Train, which for those of you who, who are unfamiliar with Thomas, Thomas the Train Engine, uh, there are these little wooden toy Thomas trains, and you know they sell you know, there's so many different engines. This is a rabbit hole that maybe we shouldn't go into in this podcast. But uh, <laughs> needless to say, there's one engine. His name is Spencer. We don't have him at home, but the museum has him, and gosh darn it, that's the reason to go there. Uh, and, and also the, the recent Playtime ex- exhibit uh is is really fun with little kids, especially that big crocheted web. Oh yeah, that's amazing. I mean, I lo- I think that's fun, and my my <laughs> three year old loves it. Um, so yeah, I, if I had to say one thing to do, it'd probably be that. But but really, the, I think the main positive thing about Toledo is the people, and it's a really friendly town. People are nice, which is not true everywhere. And yeah. uh, it, it, you cost know, of living is lo- pretty amazing. Yeah, low cost of living. It's a huge selling point. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, uh, my house or, or Nate, your house. I mean, yeah, it, I, it looks <laughs> like I make much more money than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. And it, 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 it that that's a great thing. So, and, and Nate, you want to say a little something about yourself, Mister Man behind the door? All right. Um, I guess I'll start with the education. Um, I, well, I was born in Ohio. I was not born in Toledo. I was born in Columbus. I lived there for about six months. Um, so I'm an Ohioan, but only by birth, basically. Um, I moved to Colorado and lived there for most of my life. Um, I went to UT, or UT, God. Um, I went to CU Boulder for my freshman year. Um, and that was kind of when I decided I wanted to do the audio engineering thing. And so then I went to CU Denver and after about two classes of looking at studios on video in a classroom, <laughs> I kind of asked the counselor, like, how long is it going to be before we're you know, in a studio recording music? And they were like, well, you'll probably do some co-ops your senior year. And I said, okay, and went to the office, which was right next door, and uh, de-enrolled at all my classes and <laughs> left the college and went to um, a school in London, Ontario, Canada called OERT, which stands for... Ontario Institute for Arts and Recording Technology. With Canadians. Um, 
Yep. Went and lived up with the Canadians for a while, which was awesome. I really liked it up there. That's only about three hours from here. If you're not familiar with Canada, it's um, kind of just north of Detroit on the 401 there. Um, and it was really cool. It was like an immersion school. So it was you get your degree in like just under two years, six days a week, 10 hours a day. The classrooms are actually studios where you're sitting in, you know, the, the seats is actually a big studio and he's actually doing recording right in front of you. So it was a really, really cool experience. Um, and then when I got done with that, I found it's very hard to find a job as a recording engineer. Um, so much like Danny, I went back to school. Um, or Bob. Oh, I guess. Well, yeah. Because Danny hasn't gone back to school yet. He will. He nope. just doesn't know yet. <laughs> he changed things, I guess, is yeah, my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, to get yeah. To, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then so I went to UT for uh, electrical engineering and graduated... Nice. I don't know how many years has it been, Bob? Four years, three, yeah. three, four years ago. Yeah, so I, I, I would think it would be even longer ago, but geez, yeah, <laughs> time flies, man. Yes, it does. Yep. So, um, you know, I currently run my own. Um, so, yeah, I got an electrical engineering degree and still didn't get a job in that. So, um, kind of got another degree and then went back to um, doing the audio engineering. I worked for a company called Baker Media, which is a local um, audiovisual rental company. We did you know, big events and um, graduations and things like that. And then when they went out of business, I kind of collected a lot of the clients and started my own business called Waveflow Media. And uh, that's, I do that among um, another bit of what I do is my family business, which is um, vintage aerial photography. And we're currently, it's a long story, but the quick and narrow of it is we have a huge archive of historic aerial photos dating back to 1963, and we're digitizing them and geocoding them so you can type in your address and up comes, you know, your grandpa's farm from, from the 60s and stuff like that. So that's, that's my story. And, and we're currently sitting and recording this in the Waveflow Media Studios. That is Wave correct. Flow Media. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I think, probably the first podcast that we've done in here. Yeah, because uh, for the listeners at home, uh, Nate and I were involved in a uh, <laughs> a a podcast of yeah, it was a podcast uh, a few years ago. It was before the podcast bubble. We were yeah. a bit ahead of our time, so uh, it didn't really we were trailblazers. Um, you know, there wasn't Facebook, there wasn't Twitter, there wasn't all of these outlets to engage with your with your uh, you know your. D- did we have a MySpace page? Please I don't think so. I think even then, MySpace was terrible. <laughs> like even then, people were like, MySpace is lame. So we did have a website, though. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I remember. So yeah, we were pretty. Ha- thankfully, no longer on the internet. <laughs> well, as we became professionals, we had to take it down. Uh, it was not exactly it, it, a high professional situation. It was lowbrow comedy. Let's call yeah. it that. Um, yeah, some alcohol involved. Maybe. Yeah, but you know, we were having fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. All right. And we're in uh, sunny Westmoreland, which is a great neighborhood in Toledo, right? Yep. Nate? Yeah, it's it is a good neighborhood. Um, you don't want to go too far into the outskirts of the area at night, but in the general area of Westmoreland, it's it's nice, and the houses are you know eighty nine years old, so uh, you get a big house for for not that much, such as the one we're sitting in right now. Right? Yeah, this, this house is amazing. <laughs> so, all right. So that's a little bit about us, and I, I think our, our goal is to, next time we're together and recording something, is to have somebody interesting sitting with us, you know, because yeah. we're not all that interesting ourselves. And uh, well, it can't just be us every time. It's yeah. going to get real boring. It, it would. Uh, real fast. It would. I don't have that many stories. So <laughs> I'm actually already out. 
I think we should continue. Um, <laughs> I think only Bob got to answer the the fun funnest thing to do in Toledo question. Ooh. I think we should continue that. Oh yeah, what would you say, Nate? Um, for me, it's there's a lot. Um, I I do really enjoy um, walleye and mud hen games for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I think I probably would say that because they're just both the stadiums are so awesome. It's super cheap. You know, fifteen bucks, and you go and get in and and watch a good baseball game or a good hockey game. Um. But I do also really, really, really like uh, the new Kengo sushi that might be taking the wraps of like my favorite thing to do in Toledo. You know, I still haven't made it there largely because they don't offer lunch. Right. And it's it's with the two little kids, it's hard to go out to dinner. Right. And but I I'd love to go there. It, I mean, everything I, I I've seen about it makes me really want to go there. And I, I think you've told me about it before. And maybe it's really good. It. I was actually um, with a guy last night who is was a he's not anymore but he was a professional chef and he's been to sushi places you know new york all over the place and he said that was you know in his top two of sushi that he's had anywhere he's been so wow it's definitely up there with you know some new york class sushi yeah i I had sushi on friday for lunch at the uh at o'hare in chicago it was not very good. Is that at the airport? You had airport sushi? I, I had airport sushi. Oh, yeah. boy. Well, it, it was like a, a dedicated sushi restaurant, and it looked nice. You know, sometimes you see nice restaurants in the airport. Right, like Chili's. Well, nice, <laughs> nicer than Chili's. <laughs> nicer than Chili's. But I, I will say I was a little disappointed in O'Hare's options for food, but that's a real big digression. Was that a was that a work travel thing? Yeah, I, I Friday sucked. I, I woke up at like quarter to five, and got dressed, drove to the Detroit airport, flew to Chicago, had a deposition, and then turned around and went back to the airport, flew back. I was home by like 8.30 or something. It was, then I had to put my son to bed. So it was. <laughs> it's a full day there. That, yeah. Yeah. That was a long day. But okay. And then, uh, Danny, I, I guess it was your question. If you had to do, like, what's the most interesting slash fun thing to do in Toledo? All right. <clears throat> One of my favorite things to do is to drive across that 280 bridge. Like, I'll go out of my way driving to and from my hometown in Chardon to go on that bridge. But my my what, favorite what? part about Toledo, sorry, my favorite part about Toledo is definitely Balanced Grill. I love that place. Which, oh which one? Any of them. Okay. It's like Chipotle, but better. And that's hard to do, because Chipotle is pretty I think the original one over by the, in Mami, by the uh, post office is much better. The other yeah. one's more kind of like they... They did more of like a takeout, like a quick lunch type mm-hmm. thing, as opposed the other one's more of like a sit down and okay. and eat your meal type thing. And they have that little tea bar in there, which is pretty oh, awesome. The tea. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, I'm, I'm going to be the odd guy out. I don't like Bounce Grill. <laughs> hey, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I like my things less healthy. Sorry. They do this thing that makes Brussels sprouts good, and I hate Brussels oh, sprouts. I like Brussels sprouts. Man. What, what do they do with their Brussels sprouts? Don't ask me. Yeah, I think it's crack. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we could probably do a whole podcast just on rating your top five restaurants in Toledo. Because if there's anything that we do have, it's places to go out and oh, eat. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I think we should. Ton. Yeah. There, there's just a lot of big restaurants around or, here. Or get some chefs or restaurateurs yeah, in get here a local, to talk to. And, yeah, a local restaurant guy in or something yeah. and to do a, do a restaurant episode because we could definitely handle an hour or mul- doing that. Multiple yeah. restaurant episodes. Yeah, Multiple sure. chefs. Heck, I, I've been talking. I've been talking to the guy from Balance, the owner, and he said, yeah. he'll come in. All right. Don't tell him I said I don't like it. <laughs> don't let him listen to episode zero. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll edit that part out. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
There's uh, you guys being video game guys. Uh, <laughs> did you hear that they are opening a barcade? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yep. Bar one four five, right? I'm in Rush Street. Yeah, like right next there. The really they, they bought the. Uh, I think the building next to it was like a place to help people find jobs, and it went out of business. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so they're putting a barcade in now, which I think will probably be much more. Um, Profitable. It'll make more money, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I've been driving past that now and then, and I'm excited for it to open. For sure. Uh, you know, that sort of thing kind of really depends on what sort of, what, what games they end up having. Yeah, know? I mean, I, I would assume they're going to be smart enough to have the, the classic stuff that you have to have to make that run. And I think the way that the barcades usually work is you don't pay for the arcade games, you just pay for your alcohol. Right. right? Usually yeah. pinball you'll have to pay for just because there's, there's a lot of upkeep with the pinball yeah. machines, but... Yeah. Um, who who wants to play pinball? I mean, that's I like some. It depends on the table. <laughs> I, I, every every now and then, I, I can really get into pinball. But. Yeah, it's fun. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually just went to Twelve Bit down in uh, Columbus, the barcade down there. Oh, yeah? 16, uh, Sixteen Bit. bit yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Sixteen Bit. It was it was phenomenal. Yeah, six, Sixteen Bit is definitely. If you ask me what my favorite thing to do in Columbus is, it's going to Sixteen Bit for sure. <laughs> well, this is not a Columbus podcast, so we'll, we'll move on from there. All right. So I, I'm not real sure how frequently we're gonna post these, and I'm not sure if this is gonna go up right away. But I think our goal is at least to to do this at least semi-regularly. Yeah. And um, we, we have a website in the in the works. Uh, it's ToledoMatters.com, right, right Nate? Yep. yep. I know a guy. It is, um, yeah. technically it is up and a website. Uh, well, hope- we haven't done anything but write Toledo Matters yeah. on the front of it. So. Hopefully at least by the time that this is... Right, when this airs, it should at least be something where you can click on this and listen to it. At a minimum, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. So we're working on that and... Uh, Find all our show notes, some of the people we bring on, links to what they <laughs> yeah. got going on, the yeah. cool stuff we're we, talking we, we about. We gotta work on that. We'll probably advent- get a Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff up eventually. Yeah, and an email I know a guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, well, good talking to everybody, and uh, hopefully y'all hear from us soon. All right, cool. Well, that's it today for the Toledo Matters podcast, and we will see you next time. Got rhythm to burn.